got Canada fucking up the NFL. We got another helmet grievance finally settled from Antonio Brown. Decision coming down next week on that. Really? We got predictions for the AFC and NFC East for this season, this episode. P.K. Go. Subban got married. Or he's oh, getting he, married. He's engaged he's Lindsey engaged Vaughn now. now. Yeah. Uh, Blaine Gabbert just got hurt. Just now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. John's Shoulder. not here. Kyle's not here. Kyle's never here. No. But Zach. My last episode. Trish. Oh, so. yeah. That's right. I'll well, be back. Until Thanksgiving. Until, well, yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. And then winter break. Winter break, yeah. Yeah. But for at least a month or two, I'll be gone. Yeah. Uh, Tom's here. Nah. Yeah. Hey, Tom. And I'm hey, here, buddy. as always. So what, what do you want to talk about first? Okay. So we also have an interview today. Yes. Oh, yeah. Donnie, Donnie Hagman, former AAF kicker, going to talk about oh, yeah. what San, the hell happened in the San Diego fleet, baby. In the AAF. Yeah. Talk and, about uh, how Canada's ruining football. Oh, I'm just going to say how they fucked up yeah, football. Yeah, I, I haven't heard about that. So last night, a game in Winnipeg, preseason game between the Green Bay Packers and the Oakland Raiders. Why were they in Winnipeg? Well, they do that thing where they play at a neutral location. The Cowboys oh, and Rams yeah. played in Hawaii a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. So, they're there. And Canadian Football League, they have their goalposts on the goal line, like the NFL used yeah. to have. So they took it out, moved it, and patched it over with turf. Well, they looked at it, and none of the Green Bay players or Oakland players wanted to play on it. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't want to step on that patch and get hurt. It was probably poking out of the ground. Even though the NFL, no, it wasn't. No? No, the NFL and NFLPA both signed off saying it was okay, and they didn't want to play there. So they shortened the field to 80 yards. They played really? a preseason game last night in an 80-yard field. Wow, wow. Raiders won. That's re- well, maybe it's because of the ADR field. Listen, any advantage you can get, whether it be preseason or it's not. It's just so weird. Why? That, well, what well, did they have to do? Would do you think like because how early did they decide about this ADR field? Pre-game. Uh, really? Yeah, they so warmed they, up. So everybody just didn't want to go near the spot. So what they do? They just they took the pylons. They just put them they on put the them ten, on the 10. line. On? What? <laughs> and the end zone was the ten to the goal line. Did it like, look fucky? It, oh, did. Pro- I'm sure it, it was did. trippy as shit when teams were in the goal line offense on the ten yard so on the eleven they, yard line. Did they move the field goals back up? No. So they just kicked field goals going from. Yeah. Well, I guess you kick from the fifteen anyway. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess they. I think. I guess the kicking was still fine. Yeah. Well, that's weird, though. I don't like that. That's stupid. Fuck Canada. There's literally no need for punting at that point. Yeah, it's no. It's an 80-yard fucking field. And they, yeah, we see that all the time. 80-yard punts, 75-yard punts at least. If there's gonna be a touchback, you might as well go for it. It's preseason. Who gives a shit anyway? Yeah. Get all the rookies some fourth quarter or fourth yeah, down listen, uh, chances. Can't wait to see that on Hard Knocks next week. Oh it's yeah, I forgot something. about that. I didn't watch this week. Oh, man, it was good. I got to watch it. It's getting week. better. A lot of stuff came out this week for me, so I've been watching a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, other news I forgot to mention in the opening here. Uh, Dwight Howard is an LA Laker again. Oh, yeah. I, I heard it's not all guaranteed, back. though. Well, he's finalizing his buyout with the Grizzlies. They're going to buy him out. He's going to sign with the Lakers. So somehow, full circle from Kobe calling him a bitch a few years back when he was a Laker. That's why he didn't, you know, that's why he left, that right? Was, that was the downfall of his career, it yeah. seems like, because he's been a rocket, a hawk, a net, a wizard, a grizzly. Was he in, I don't think he was a net, was he? He was for like a day. Oh, okay. And then he was traded to Washington when he was there for like a day and bought out from like six different places. He was supposed to be like really good back, uh, like when I watched well, he, the he Nets. He led Orlando to a championship, remember? Oh, yeah. I remember that. And they lost to Kobe. They got swept. Oh, yeah. When was that? What year was that? 2006, 2007. Oh, okay. Then he said, fuck it, I can't beat Kobe. I'm going to join Kobe. So they put Steve Dumb Nash. play, we're going to extra innings. Uh, nobody had, nobody has any context yeah, on what that was. There's no context there. The Mets are tied 1-1 against the Braves. Okay. 
So, yeah, they put Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, and Dwight Howard on the court. Do you and think they missed the playoffs? Do you think Dwight Howard's still going to no, be. No. He's not going to impact that team at all? Well, he is. We've got to make the. The only reason he's there is because Boogie's out for like the season. That's true, he's yeah. ACL. Now, we just got to make the assumption is Dwight Howard better. My bad. Mine went off too. Oh. Is Dwight <laughs> Howard better than JaVale McGee? Like, now Dwight Howard, is he better than JaVale McGee? No. No. I don't really. I honestly don't have enough context to answer yes. I'm going to say yeah because JaVale McGee is just usually dog shit. Mm, I don't know him too well. Dwight Howard's still huge, so. I just know Dwight Howard because I used to watch the Nets and they played Orlando a pretty good amount. They were in the same division, I think, weren't they? No, they're the same conference. Same conference, yeah. So, yeah. That's that's the NBA news. Well, there's not much going on there. All right. right, Let's talk about football. Yeah, we got it. Because. It's going to be majority football for, like, the Apparently, next... Apparently, a decision has been made in the Antonio Brown grievance really? by the NFL, and it will come out early next week. Do you think they're going to let him use it? No. No. Nope. He actually found a helmet that was within the time range of the 10 years. Oh, he did? And uh, the NFL said, you still can't wear that. It's still not safe. You can't do that. <sighs> I'm still convinced he's not going to play. The biggest thing that came out of Hard Knocks was apparently the Raiders knew about the grievance yeah. and his helmet issue from the moment they traded for him. They've apparently known since then. Wow. All right, so then I, the owner can't complain. Because you hear Gruden on the sideline talking, saying, we've known about the helmet the whole time. He's talking know. to uh, Madoc about it. You should have known that it was going to be a, a slight issue, you know? Yeah. So, like, he, he when I forgot who the owner's name is, but when he went... And oh, inter- uh, Mark Davis. Yeah, when Davis went out on that interview and said, oh, it's, like, all in or all out, like... That was that was the GM who said. That was made Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. But either way, you can't expect them... You can't rush them if you knew about it since day one. Yeah, but at the same time, you kind of expect a player to play anyway. Like, even if they have a problem with the league, you use the other helmet interim until you get your grievance filed, and then you get to use your helmet. Because yeah, right now, Antonio Brown's going, I'm not going to play unless I get to use my helmet. And the NFL's going, okay. Yeah, all right. You and know, you got a good point there. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a business. They could just fucking replace exactly. you. So they don't. They, the NFL does not give a flying fuck no. about Antonio Brown. It's the the Raiders are going to care because they have him and they traded and they're him. Ma- yeah, and they're paying and him. They're, they're giving him a shit ton of money. But Has he even played NFL, a preseason game yet? No. Oh, okay. Between the foot and the helmet. No, yeah. he He's been on the sideline. Yeah, but the NFL... Spin can... that mic around and talk into it. How about that? Oh, Get that hat off it. No, he's got a little hat. So, uh, yeah, no, but the NFL could give a shit less. They really don't care. Is this any better? Yeah, it's better. Okay. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. The Raiders are a mess. No, I don't think they're going to be. They're going to be probably the same team as last year. Yeah, I know. Edwin Diaz is going to blow the game. I, I know. Uh-oh. So before we dive into our interview with... Donnie Hageman and our predictions this year for the AFC and NFC East, and we'll settle up on what the playoff picture is going to look like for everybody's picks. Oh, yeah. Are we going to uh, go through the whole playoff picture? Yeah, we'll do that, too, since this is your last episode here until the season starts. Yeah. You know? um, the XFL announced their eight teams for this oh, upcoming yeah. season in Very, the most yeah. badass way humanly possible. Oh, I so cool. yeah. Each team had their own little trailer and shit. It was fucking. That's the sick. one thing I give Vince McMahon. Yeah. He knows how he's to an promote. Entertainer, man. He's an yeah, entertainer he's that knows what he's doing, and he's gonna make this. I feel like it's gonna last at least two, three years, if not more. How I, long do they get the money for? It? One season. Yeah, they do, ha- and they ha- they have money. It's not like Vince McMahon's gonna so go broke. Here are the eight teams, and 
I think it's split up by division here. No, it's not. Okay, it says ABC order. We got the Dallas Renegades, the Houston Roughnecks, who I believe had the coolest video yes. release out of all of them. Also, their their mascot is dope. Yeah. I, wait, they have mascots already? Oh, like well, not logo, mascots. Yeah, like their logo, logo is yeah. really cool. I assume that that's going to be their mascot yeah. if they have a mascot. I'm sure. But the bandit is really cool. That's the Dallas Renegades. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Okay. My bad. I, I kind of like the New York Guardians. I that think. Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Sick video. We're getting there. Dallas Renegades, like Houston Roughnecks, L.A. Wildcats, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers, and the D.C. Defenders. That I also, was I, cool too. I like the Vipers as well. Yeah, I like the Dragons. Some dope color schemes. Oh yeah, the, dra- the uh, Seattle problem, Dragons. Yeah. See, we're we're New York Guardians guys now because you know it's our it's our yeah, big Guardian team. guy. And uh, huge. Until they make a jersey team. The only thing I didn't like was the, the exactly. color. The only thing I don't like is the colors game. Really? Oh, you yeah, don't like the, the black and white? Not nah, like the league has a bunch of vibrant colors, and then New York is just the drab one. Black, black and gray. Black. Yeah. With maybe I mean, a hint of red you'll see on there. I like I like it. If there's a little bit of red in the jerseys with the black the and gray, first. I think it would be. Yeah, because if they look like uh, the iron, their yes. jerseys, I'm okay with that. Those clean black and white jerseys, those were nice. That's too Raider like to me. It is very yeah. Raider like, but no, I like I, that. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna have like different looking jerseys compared to the NFL. Like they're gonna be much more unique than we've seen. You think so? I I feel yeah because he wants to. Who's get making pe- their jerseys? I'm not too sure to be honest, Tom. Yeah. Figure that out. They might not have signed a deal yet. It might be Reebok or something. Yeah, something like, like that. It's definitely not Nike. But I I feel like he Mr. Vince McMahon wants to go with something. That people are gonna, you know, it's gonna attract many people, and I feel like having vibrant and crazy jerseys could do that. You know, it could bring people to, you know, watching a certain team. Or uh, I'm definitely excited to see what these jerseys look like. Safe at third. Trish, all right. All they need. You're just jumping do. in at random points to talk about the game. Honestly, all right. I see one problem with the XFL. What? All the teams except for St. Louis are based in a place that has an NFL team right now. And no, I don't, I don't think they're competing with it. They're doing yeah, but, basically what the AAF did. But AAF didn't have any big market teams like that. San Diego. I, besides San Diego. San Diego. Well, besides those two. Orlando. Everything else was, well, I mean, Orlando, how much football fans are really down in Orlando? Well, they got college fans down there, man. Yeah, yeah but I feel like it's only, I feel like it's like mostly college down there. Like if it's like at least down south, like a lot of times it's college football or nothing. Yeah. So you think that was the problem with the AAF? They had Atlanta. Yeah, and then Wait a minute, they had Atlanta. Yeah. Oh. Well, they Bur- were bad. Yeah, but they had Bur- they were but terrible. They had Birmingham and like some random. No, like, but Birmingham was a good choice because Alabama's been starving for a professional but they're, team. Why don't you pick no. up that mic and talk into it? See if that helps at all. They're only so. college football down south. They live and die by their college football team. That's just because they don't have professional teams, though. I don't know because they're all very religious down there. Sunday is for God and Saturday is for football for them down there. Obviously, they watch. Not always. The, not always, but a good portion of the areas, especially in Alabama. That's the only state down there really without one. Mississippi, too. That's about it. I mean, Missouri's got one. Louisiana has one. Florida's got one. Georgia's got one. Tennessee's got one. Okay. They all have NFL teams. Yeah. With the, Alabama's like the, the only one. They got, they got the Crimson Tide. That's basically a professional team. Yeah. Yeah, they but could, that's what I'm saying. They don't, they don't have like an actual professional team. Yeah. If you're in Alabama, what NFL team do you root for? New Orleans. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Probably right New Orleans, door. yeah. 
They're right Jacksonville. There. Jacksonville's close too. Jacksonville's you, well, close if you're choosing between the the Saints and yeah, Jacksonville, I, who are you choosing? Well, listen. Fifteen years ago, that that wasn't as easy as a choice. Both teams are pretty bad. Well, I I feel like you could also make the argument anywhere else like say like it could be split right down the middle where like the right side of the state could be more jacksonville and the left yeah. side could be more kind of like Saints. how in north jersey is the giants and, and south, south jersey, jersey is the, the eagles. eagles yeah you better say jets oh, i was about to say philadelphia eagles but i was just, just couldn't get the words out right right all right Fine. all right believe what you want mets are about to blow this game let's have a combined 18, 18 strikeouts tonight that's some it's pretty good so, donnie hagman said he's gonna Try it. He's been, he worked at the XFL's combine for the mm-hmm. LA team. So oh, really? For the Wildcats. Cool. So. I'm right, excited let, to see how it does. Let's let's move to that interview before we uh, dive into our picks here for the mm-hmm. NFC and AFC East. Because good idea. There's there might be some lopsidedness when it comes to those divisions, and mm-hmm. there's a lot to talk about because Tom Brady's in one, and Dak Prescott hasn't been paid yet. So right now we're gonna move to the interview with former San Diego Fleet kicker and future XFL kicker, hopefully. Uh, Donnie Hageman. Work. So Donnie Hageman, former kicker for the San Diego Fleet of the AAF, is joining us now on Too Many Men. And Donnie, we want to thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So it's early. When when exactly did you find out that uh, there was interest from the AAF for you to come kick in that league? The first week of the first game, I found out uh, one of my buddies had given me a call um, a week before the first game was about to start and uh, said that their kicker wasn't doing very well in practice. And uh, he had told me that there was, they had uh, told the coaches about me. And so I was like, oh, cool. And uh, I mean, I didn't really think that they were going to make a change that, that, close to the first game so I was just thinking well they'll probably wait and see how that guy does in the first game and and if he does good they'll probably ride with him and if he doesn't then maybe they'll take a look at me Uh, so I was kind of surprised that they gave me a call that week of the first game and uh, pretty much just made the switch right there and uh, I came in and had like I think two practices with the team and then I played in the game with them. What What were your nerves like going into that new team? You really hadn't kicked professionally since 2016 when you were a member of the Kiss of the Arena Football League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't nervous. Um, it was just more of an excitement. I mean, I was just excited to get back on the field. Um, I've never been one to to get nervous about playing. Playing is always just a fun thing to me. It, it excites me. It's, uh, I mean, if you love anything for you yourself personally, it's, it's like you know just doing something that you love. And just, I love being out there. And it's, it's, you know, nerves to me is something that uh, you're not ready for, and you know that's what makes you nervous. I, I've been ready for that my whole life. You know, I mean, uh, I knew I was ready, and I was just excited to get out there and show everybody what I could do and um, uh, I had you know, known about that league for for a while before I had gotten to that point um, and not getting the opportunity and I was upset um, that I didn't and then finally getting that opportunity I was just uh, eager and excited to get out there and uh, just 
do my best and then it was, it was, that. It must have been like you yeah. were just you were playing with house money. You know, you, you were just just came in and just now I'm just gonna kick for this team. Yeah, I mean it was just like you know nothing to lose. Just go out there and yeah, and uh, just do what I do. I want to bring it back to just after week eight. You're coming off an eight-three loss to uh, Salt Lake City, I believe, and you're getting prepared to play Orlando. Yeah. That was the week that the AAF ended up shutting down and ceasing operations. We didn't get to see a week nine. What was the communication between the players and like the league front office that this could be happening? I mean, there were uh, there were rumors um, for a couple of weeks. You know, people thinking that the league might fold, but then they'd kind of get it back on track, and and it would be it would be fine again. And and then rumors like, oh, you know, they don't know if they're going to have money for it. But we we were all you know as a team and coaches, players, everybody, we were all. Um, Wanting to think that it was going to work, and um, and uh, we weren't really having any negative mindsets about it. We were just getting ready for the for the next game, and uh, um, we didn't really hear anything until it actually happened. Um, and once it happened, it was just kind of like random. Um, we were just in meetings, and uh, all of a sudden, coach called us up and, and said. Uh, we're going to have a team meeting here again and uh, basically said that the league's probably going to fold. And we were kind of taken away by it because we we weren't really thinking about it at the time and we weren't, we weren't really ready for it. So we were kind of shook by it. Yeah, nobody was expecting it to fold at the end of the... Uh, people were expecting it to fold maybe after the season ended. Not really during the uh, during the season like that. So, a coach just walked into a player meeting and said, the league's folding, we're done here? Yeah, well, actually, it's funny, they were, we had a team meeting and everything, because we always start off the days with team meetings and just uh, go over the day and uh, and, and all that, and then we'll break into uh, individual meetings, Um, and so we did that. but, I mean, as a specialist, our individual meeting is just going over our film from the day before, and that took about all of 15 minutes. And so we were back in the locker room. Uh, actually, I was taking a nap in the locker room, and uh, the equipment guys came in and woke uh, me and the other guys up, the other specialists. Uh, hey, you guys got to go see your coaches. And uh, we're going to stand up. The league's folding. And I thought Dave was joking with me. I'm like, dude, come on, I'm trying to nap, man. Like, that's a bad joke. Like, no, seriously, the league's folding, and you guys are gonna have a team meeting. And uh, everybody was still out over there at the team at the position meetings, and uh, everybody was just outside, kind of. So you basically you you woke up to find out you were no longer kicking in this league. Right, it was a bad wake up call for sure. <laughs> that must be such a wild feeling for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, have you kept in contact with any of the players you played with? Was there any hope that maybe the league would somehow regain some traction toward the end? I'm not really sure what your next step would be after a situation like that. Uh, 
um, no, I mean, right when it ended, we knew it was done. We knew that there was no, there wasn't going to be like it's done this week, but maybe it's on next week. Like we knew the whole season was done. And, it was uh, over. Yeah, I don't even think, I don't, I'm not even sure if it's ever going to come back. I mean, I don't know if it, anybody would want to take a chance on trying to do that again after what happened. So I'm not, I don't, I don't really see it coming back. Well, you kicked at uh, San Diego State. You've been an experienced kicker with the Arena League and the AF. What's the next step in your kicking career? Well, I've, I've had a handful of NFL workouts, um, going to camp with the Rams back in the 2016 as well, and uh, just a handful of workouts since then. And I've done well at a lot of kicking combines that I've gone to in front of NFL scouts. Um, and uh, I've, always had, I've always had interest uh, from teams. And uh, I've talked with my agent uh, every week, and you know, she tells me that uh, she talks with teams and that um, she gets interest, but you know, they kind of let her know that... Um, they're going to get back to her and let her know what they're going to be doing. And it's just a waiting game, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough situation where it's just kind of like, I'm not getting a full response from teams. Like, oh, yeah, we want to, we want to bring you in for sure if our guy does bad or something uh, or anything like that. It's just kind of like, uh, we don't know yet, but we'll keep you updated. So it's just kind of, I just got to keep training and just be ready for anything that comes. It's just kind of like the AF. Could uh, the XFL possibly be a next step for you? Oh, for sure. For sure, yeah. It's uh, uh, past uh, kicking combine that I was at uh, last Friday out in San Diego ran by John Carney. Uh, a lot of NFL scouts and uh, XFL, a couple XFL teams were representing out there. Um, specifically the LA team um, that's one team I'm definitely trying to get on um, and so yeah I see that in my future for sure one of my coaches from the uh, San Diego fleet is going to be coaching on the on the LAXFL team and so I'm trying to get in and and have him kind of spread my name out there with them and let them know about me and um, he says they, they know about me and that uh, hopefully I'll be getting in there in there for camp or you know, trying out. You know, all, I, all I ever need uh, and want is just a tryout. And I think after that, uh, they'll really know what I'm about. Well, at least you got your name out there. You know, people know who you are. You're spoken about in XFL and NFL circles. So I'm sure a job opportunity is going to come along, whether it be in the NFL, maybe on a practice squad somewhere in the XFL. Uh, I got one last question for you before you leave. Practice or in a game somewhere, whether it be high school or college, what is the longest field goal you've ever made? Ooh, the longest? Um, well, I'll tell you, in a game, um, my longest was 54 uh, at San Diego State. I hit it twice. Wow. Uh, one, at, one at Colorado State and one at home. Um, that was in the game. And then uh, in practice, um, man, I think I think probably I think I I might have hit a sixty 
Because uh, it's it's, it's really, yeah really game you're game. training for a game situation then yeah, yeah. I mean, you see guys nowadays posting these 65 70 75 yard field goals and it's impressive I'll, I'll give them that it's impressive and uh, I definitely know that I have a big leg and I have a strong leg but but whether or not you're gonna try it in a game is a completely different yeah yeah I mean, as far as how the game is and uh, where you want to be as a professional kicker. I mean, the majority of your kicks are going to come between 35 and 45 yards, you know, so yeah. you know, that's that's usually where my range is, and, you know, I'll go 50, 55 every now and then, but I, I really don't go past 60 yards. Well, but yeah, 67, 68 is like my longest. Well, Donnie, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we love talking to you about the AAF and your experiences so far as a kicker just trying to find a job. And we want to wish you luck. Uh, we hope to see you on the XFL field, the NFL field, uh, this, couple, um, uh, this upcoming season or next year. And we just want to wish you luck in your future endeavors, man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for the interest and uh, wanting to get me on. I appreciate it. Well, thank you to Donnie Hagman for coming on. Uh, very interesting story about his time in the AAF, how he found out that he was no longer kicking for the AAF. Yeah, yeah. Somebody just woke him the fuck it's up and said, yeah, there's situation. no team anymore. Yeah, yeah. Team, team meeting. No team. We're having just a get-together about some old memories. Yeah. yeah. About, well, take care of yourself. We're yeah. done here. You think someone else will buy it and bring it back? We asked him that. He said no. I wasn't there for you. Did he get paid through at all throughout that season? He did. He received okay. payment. Well, I was just but, wondering because uh, they—I know they failed yeah, no. to pay them for like a month or but something no, like that. He said, "Listen, he said there were rumors, but everything was fine until week eight, <laughs> and then they were practicing for week nine. And that's when news came down saying there was no team anymore." Oh well. So let's talk about the AFC and NFC East, the only two divisions we have not dove into yet this year for the NFL. Our favorite. The season starts not this Thursday, but the Thursday after. We have the 100-year game between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. We will be texting Zach on the Tuesday before that. We will be bringing back picks for every game of the week like we did last season. That's fine. No scores. I'm going to win Scores in the playoffs. We're not doing scores? We didn't do scores for the playoffs last year because it's we hard. We should do scores. We should do scores. Tiebreakers. Okay. All right, fine. Yeah, we'll do we scores, too. Okay, right. fine. It's going to get way too complicated. What microphone is that? I like doing scores. Is that you? Yeah, it's you. How you doing, Tom? Ah. Nice of you to have you on. Yeah, nice of you to yeah. fucking talk once in a while. Uh, yeah. He okay. Likes, yeah. Speak up. So which one do you want to do first? Are we doing the, the uh, NFC East or the AFC East? Let's go AFC. Let's. So we're going to leave the best for last. Yeah. Huh? yeah. The best division football for last. <laughs> yeah. Trish, take that out for Mike. How dare you? Right. How dare you talk badly about my hat? And also, pick up the mic and actually talk into it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's better. That's what the people wanted to hear. Yep. <laughs> they love getting screamed at. Happiness noise. You're welcome. <laughs> no, the happiness noise is completely different. Time All right, to time to real quick before we do picks. We're going to do Trisha's top eight. Top eight what? Top eight. Give us your best to worst XFL logos. Would you like get, the logos Show now? him the, yeah. logos, the logos. And let's do a one to so eight. So I'm doing best to worst or worst to best? Go worst to best. Okay. Leave some suspense, even though after the first seven, we're going to know who's first. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. No, I'll do I'll do the best one and then the second best one. No, just. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, like the, the draft. Do, uh, yeah. Like the draft. Like okay. the draft lottery. All right. I like so it. 
Number eight. All right. Uh, right now, LA is the, the Wildcats logo. Kind of looks like the Dodgers. It just looks bad. It just looks like someone kind of just threw it together last second. Everything else looks really thought out and like well planned. LA's looks like they were just like fuck, and they just wrote LA on a piece of paper. Number Chris seven. I feel like almost every LA logo is just LA. It's some like. Well, the Kings have LA on theirs. The Dodgers do. The Lakers are the only ones. The Clippers Rams are do. a Ram. Yeah. Well, the Lakers. They're, they're the Lakers new. I don't. Lakers. I don't really count the Rams. The Chargers right are now. a lightning bolt. <laughs> I don't count the Chargers either. All right, so uh, not every LA team. We're just not counting some. Well, that, LA, LA just recently new. moved to LA, so you can't really count them because they've had the same logo for fucking forever. Number seven. All right, number seven is going to be the DC the Defenders. The I had a feeling that was going to be seven. Yeah. Not just, a lot going on there. Yeah, there's really not. It's two lightning bolts and an X. Number six. Number six. Starts to get closer, doesn't it? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Battle Hawks. It's kind of just a sword with wings. Okay. I don't really know what's going on there. Number five. Number five. No, I'm gonna go with the Vipers. You don't it's, like it's, it's them. Just, it's a V. It looks kind of like an I. That's what it is. I, I think that's cool. pretty sick. I think it's cool. I, yeah. I don't know. It's and clever. Number four. It's interesting. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, Houston Roughnecks. The oil thing that looks like an H. Yeah. That's kind of cool, but you know, it's it's up there. Okay. I, th- I thought well, it was like only 18. I mean, something's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, I bet Four. one's the Guardians. Right, here we go. Number three. No. Uh, number three is gonna be the Seattle Dragons. Like that looks that. like that team that they proposed to be the NJ uh, basketball team back in the 90s. Yes. The Swamp Monsters. That it looks does. like the, that looks like the. It does. And I, I like the dragon. I think it's cool. So we did right. three, and now so we're down between the Dallas one. Renegades and the New York Guardians. I remind you, the Dallas Renegades. That logo is just stolen from the New Jersey Outlaws hockey. Yes. That, that's my number one. That is your one is Dallas, huh? Yeah. Wow. I really like that that uh, that logo. And that leaves number two with New York. New York. I I, I really uh, I watched the video and I thought it was really cool how they incorporated uh, all the gargoyles because if you've ever been to New York. You've seen one of them on, on some, some old building, building somewhere. <laughs> like, they're all over New York, and I think it's interesting that they incorporated that into a team. All right, well, that was the first edition of Trisha's Top 8. How about that? I'm going to make this a weekly thing No, nope, No, okay, I didn't say it. God. It's going to be what I wanted to be one. Oh, no. Just Should like be a weekly right then. Thing. I said we were going to do the AFC East, and we did Trisha's Top 8. <laughs> <laughs> no warning. We should so, do, we should, should do that every week, but it should be a Top 10. No, Dude, Top 8's a weird enough number. That yeah, it's yeah. a weird you number. You can never introduce it. No, just it's time for Trisha's top eight. All right, Trisha, time for your top eight. <laughs> you ready? What? We're doing another one? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's dive let's dive into the AFC East. Here are the standings last year in the division that possesses the best team in football consistently. The Patriots won the division eleven and five. Miami came in second at seven and nine. Oh, Buffalo came in third at six and ten, and the Jets brought up the rear four and twelve. So let's go bottom to top. Let's start with the New York Football Jets. Boo. Last year, four and twelve. This year, they add Le'Veon Bell. Second year is Sam Darnold. John has the Jets going ten and six, and that's oh good God. enough for second in the division. Trish, what do you have the New York Jets going this year? I don't see. I I want to see how Le'Veon Bell does. Coming off of two years and Trish has been an open. Le'Veon Bell doubter. I am doubting him. You don't just come back after two years of not playing the game and play it exactly how you played it when you left. He's probably been training. I that yeah. doesn't matter. That's training not game does not reps. compare, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. playing in a I game. I guess you're right. 
You're not getting. It's, it's hit not like he's at it. It's not like he's at it. Well, yeah. But you're not, you're I mean, not, he's definitely in shape. Though. No, yeah, yeah. You can be in the greatest shape in the world. You have to be able to take those hits and keep playing. Oh, what happened? What happened? Mets have men on, on the corners. Third. Okay. So, right. so two outs. <laughs> yeah, there's two outs. But so that's what do you have the Jets the going way. this year, Trish? I don't, I don't believe in 5-11. Uh, and 11. Okay. Don't believe in 11. Wow. Sam Darnold, you know, he's, he's all right, but... Five and eleven. No, yeah, the Jets. So a little shit. bit, uh, a little better than last year, but not quite over that hump. No. Zach, yet. what do you have the Jets going? I have them going six and ten again. They went. They haven't proven anything to me. They went four and twelve. Oh, did last they go year. four and twelve? Well, they're going six and ten. Okay, so they did improve. <laughs> they, they I thought. Well, you. Well, you said uh, five and eleven, and Tony goes, "Oh, they didn't improve at all." No, he said they, they improved, improved a little very bit. little. Oh. Oh, well. I have them also going six sometimes. Yeah, I don't see them doing that great. Tom, what do you have the Jets going this year? I mean, I see the improvement in them, but Le'Veon Bell, I I doubt a lot like Trish. Give me seven and nine. That's an Adam Gase record there. Seven and nine. Yeah, that's a... robot. That's a real thick Adam Gase record right there. Oh, yeah. It should have brought in Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) Second, uh, the second team we're doing, came in second last last year. Buffalo Bills last year finished six and ten. On uh, the rookie season of Josh Allen. Saw some Matt Barkley sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. Derek Anderson a little. Signed Frank Gore. Now the oldest running, running backs back, yeah. in the NFL. Frank Gore and Le'Veon Bell. They also signed that rugby star. He's killing yeah, he's it. He's killing yeah. it in the preseason. It's because he only has one gear. I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to run over you. Yeah. So they came in third in the division last year. John has the Bills going 7-9. and nine. Uh, Trish, what do you see Buffalo going this year? Your friends with Rob Thomas, you gonna let him down? Yeah, gonna... no, no. I can see him getting over ten wins this season, uh, with the pieces they've added and with their quarterback getting Cole into his groove. Beasley, baby. Over ten wins though. Yeah, this okay. was a playoff team two years ago. I think. I remind yeah. you, man. They it went was... to the playoffs. I know they went to the playoffs. Nathan but... Peterman played in that playoff. Eleven and yeah. five. Eleven and five Buffalo Bills. People so, in Buffalo so love Patriots... Trish. They're gonna throw him a parade. Yeah, I want. I want to break a table. That's all I'm okay. going to say. Zach, what do you have the Bills going? Eight and eight. I say they, they improve, but I, huh? I I say they improve, but I don't think it's good enough to do that much. Uh, I think it's going to still be a tough division up there in Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's still one year away from showing, uh, think so? reaching his full potential. And until they get, I, I believe, a real bona fide number one wide receiver, uh, they're going to have struggles there. Okay. So I have them going the same they went last year. I'm going six and ten. Really? Yeah. Okay. Tom, what do you have the Bills going this year? Give me uh, ten and six. Wow, okay. They upgraded a lot. Receivers. They got Cole Beasley. And John Brown. Okay, yeah, until they get a bona fide number one wide receiver, I'm still standing by the statement. Now, perhaps people, the team people are calling the worst team in the NFL this upcoming season, I don't believe so, I have that being Tampa Bay. Yeah. Last year, they went 7-9. and nine. That was good enough for second in that division. They Who were was their quarterback the, all year? Was that Tannehill still? It was Tannehill okay. for most of the season. Uh, I feel like he didn't play some weeks, though. Yeah. Because he's always fucking hurt as it is. So, John has the Miami Dolphins going 2-13-1. Well, he's wrong. Yes. He has them going 13-1. and one. Ryan Fitzpatrick should be their starter week one. If not, it'll be Josh Rosen. 2-13-1. Oh, okay. They win two, they lose 13. Yeah. Tie one. They haven't tied the, he hasn't tied the Patriots. Tom Brady's going to lose in Miami this year. He loses every year. Yeah, yes. he always does. Oh, Brock Osweiler started some games last oh, year. Oh, did he? Yeah. Do they play uh, New Orleans in the in the Super Bowl no. this year? No, nope. no, nope. no. Nope. 
No. Is there any way they could play New Orleans in the Superdome? Nope. Fuck. So John has them going two thirteen and one. I personally have the Miami Dolphins going two and fourteen. Uh, yeah, two and fourteen. Second worst team in the uh, in the league. <laughs> John, Trish, what do you have the Dolphins going this year? I'm thinking small ball. I'm thinking the like fifteen and one. Oh my God! How how Ryan? Does, where are the wait, Patri- wait, wait, where are the, the Patriots in this division now? <laughs> you <laughs> third? Because <laughs> you have the Bills at uh, 13, 11, and uh, eleven and five. No, the, the, the Patriots are going to go thirteen. Sixteen zero? No, thirteen. They have to win the division. They're going to win the division. The division. They're going to lose to Miami. Are you serious with Miami in fifteen and one? Yeah, fuck it. Oh my okay, God. Okay, I'm pretty sure at the end of this season. You could multiply Miami's win total by at least five, and they still won't be at 15, 15 wins. <laughs> do you want to make a bet on that? I say do it. Do it. Tony, go for it. I'll be 10 bucks. 10 bucks? Multiply it by five. They're still not Gentlemen's 15 agreement. wins. All right. Seems like a fair thing. Like, it's two or 14, I they believe, is completely than, in the room. They realm. win more yeah. than three games. What if it's a fucked. push? What if it's a push? Well, then... Yeah, okay. That's push. push. Yeah. If they win three games, so basically it's uh, over under, under three. three. And a half. I have under three. <laughs> you have over three. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Zach, what do you have the Dolphins going? Seven and nine. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's my fucking boy, Zach. Many projections. You have them at fifteen Shut and the fuck one. Up. You're my boy. Because <laughs> if I go that, Tony stole me ten bucks. That's true. <laughs> Tom, what do you have Miami going this year? Uh. Six and ten. That's my boy. Rosen's have, good okay. for three. Right. Okay. Fitzpatrick's good for two, and Rosen's no. gonna have another Fitzpatrick's one. Fitzpatrick's gonna win. Okay, so I have him starting the season one and one. That's my boy. And then it's just down fucking hill from there. I haven't beaten I have two wins this year. They come against New England and the Jets. <laughs> Who else did they play? The Bills. They put the Giants, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Philly, Dallas, the Chargers, the Steelers, the Colts. They don't have an easy schedule. They're good for one. You want to hear Dolphins' schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to hear it? Yeah. Home against Baltimore. Okay. Home That's against New England. That's a win. In Dallas. That's a win. Home against the Chargers. That's a win. Home against the Redskins. That's that's a dub. In Buffalo. That might be a loss. In Pittsburgh. <laughs> that might be a loss. Home too. against the, uh, the Jets. That's a win. In Indianapolis. That's a win. Home against the Bills. That's a win. In the dog pound in Cleveland. That's that's a fat W. Home against Philly. That's a win. At the Jets. Right, so I got them 14-2. My bad. At the Jets. Oh, that's a win. At the Giants. That's also a win. Aww. Sorry, Giants. Home against Cincy. Right, that's a Then in w. New England. That's in a win, too. Late December. That's a win. So you have them going 14-2. and two. Yeah. So I'm going to change it from 15-1. Go ahead. Go ahead. Change it to 14-2. to 14-2. Still I, the same bets. Yeah, I still stand. Now the last is the top dog, I believe, have one. What they didn't score? They didn't and score. Bases loaded, two outs. Rosario struck out. There you go. The top dogs in the AFC East for the last seventeen years, perhaps last twenty years. They've only lost a division, I think, once. Yeah. England Since then, one year. Uh, <laughs> one year, Miami won it. Uh, John is going eleven four and one. What? With him in the ties. He's got him tying Miami right, in week two. What's okay. going on there? Um, very specific. I have them starting going one and one, and then we're going to talk about how Brady is uh, falling off, falling a bit. off the cliff. Then I have him winning six straight. <laughs> <laughs> the next game they lose is to Cleveland. Then they lose two. Then they lose three straight. I have them. I have them losing three straight games after that. Who? 
New England. Well, like and to who? It, uh, Cleveland, Baltimore, Philly. I could see them losing Philly. Home against Cleveland in Baltimore in Philly. Okay, I can see that. And then I have them. Uh, I can't. They're... I have them losing one more game until the AFC Championship game. So what's your final <laughs> record for them? Uh, it was eleven and five. I had them going. Okay. Same as last year. Yeah. Which was a down year. So John had an eleven four and one. Trish, what do you have the Patriots going next year? Ten and six. Ten and six. Can't believe the third in the good enough division. for a wild card. AFC expert. Yeah. Zach, what do you have? Uh, New England going. They had I forgot how many exact draft picks this year in the first three rounds. I think it was like eight. They had a lot. They I had a s- lot in the whole draft. That's I say they go thirteen and three. I say they're better than last year, and I say they win the Super Bowl. We were talking about this the other day. We always look at the New England Patriots wide receiver core, and it's always a bunch of no name players. Yeah. Here's the Patriots depth chart this year, one to five. Okay. Josh Gordon, yeah. Julian Edelman, Demarius Thomas, Keneal Harry, Philip Dorsett. They're winning. Philip Dorsett, who a few years ago was a number two in Indianapolis, <coughs> yeah. is fifth on the depth chart. They are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so you have him going 13-3. Tom, what do you have him going? 12-4. Yeah. Nobody has him winning I have wins. the Patriots going in, in as a wild, wild card. card and still making it to the Super Bowl. I could see even if that did happen. Even if that did happen, Brady's getting old for that. I don't know. He's never been a wild card. That's That's, true. Yeah, no, you're right. He's never. Yeah, he's never had. Well, actually, he's never been a wild. He hasn't been a wild card in at least the last 15 years. Yeah, in his old age, 35 and up, he's definitely not been a wild card. 30 or up. 30 up. Yeah. So, let's dive now into the NFC East. Yeah, the best division. The best division. We'll go bottom to top. Last year, bringing up the rear in the NFC East was, unfortunately, the New York football giants. They went 5-11. and 11. John mm. sees no improvement this year from New York. Has them also going 5-11. and 11. Uh, Trish, what do you have the New York Giants going this year? We got a new O-line. We got a brand new Eli Manning. He's looking like a new man on the field right brand now. Brand new yeah, Eli is. Manning, yeah. He looks like a young man on the field. All right. Okay. He's... Three years in as a quarterback right now. That's what his body's doing. All right. So nice. I got the Giants going 12 and 4. Yeah. Are you, you're serious, huh? I am. <laughs> and and what's going to happen is they're going to start the season 1 and 2. Oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> Whoa. You, wait, Listen. you have them winning 11 of their next 13? <laughs> Listen. I don't think the Giants have won 11 of 13 in probably... Uh, forever. Since the 80s. 45 years. Yeah, so Maybe right, 50s football. So. Everybody's screaming that Eli needs to be pulled. Then Eli goes on a tear of 11 games. Oh, my God. Just an absolutely That ridiculous. means we got to play I love it. Year. What? That means we have to sign him and play he's, him next year. He's going to be in the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots. Oh, no. Yeah. Then we have to play him next no. year. Run it back. If he, he wins the Super if, Bowl. If he wins the Super Bowl, he plays for another two years. That's, That's fine. fine. We no, got a we Super just Bowl did, We just drafted a quarterback. I will okay, what? Super Bowl in two more years of Eli. Let him sit for three years? Yeah. No. Isn't that no. what I'm with Aaron Rodgers? I, yeah. I don't want to Rogers. see that him? How much is he really? going to learn from Manning. Nothing. Alex Tanny's the one teaching him. It's not Eli Manning. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he say he doesn't like teaching him? Yeah, he's yeah. Like, it's not yeah. my job to he's mentor. like, I'm a quarterback. See, That's fair. We will to throw the rock. If we, if we go to the Super Bowl and win, he's here for two years max. 
Okay, would you take Eli for another two years if he wins you a fucking Super Bowl? If yeah, Daniel Jones is... Yeah, if, I would take it. If, uh, a third Super Bowl, Zach. Yes, I would. That's what I thought. <laughs> but I you got you're not. sitting here watching Daniel Jones throw dimes and in the preseason You know games. why the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl? Anyone at this table? No. Why uh, you take a guess? Because it's a new Eli Manning. Because it's a leap year. The Giants. Can you explain the 2016 season? Okay. 2016 Super Bowl. Yeah. Can you explain no, that? No, 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 no. I thought they were going to win that season, okay. too. That was but a bad did. season. No. They made but, the playoffs. Yeah. I, that, I got very excited. And they it's been a while. That was just an off year for Eli and the O-line. But this year, they're coming back. We've had like five off years for the O-line. Yeah. No, it's fine. They're good every four Giants years. Giants literally have not had an offensive line since 2011. Yeah. It's been dead. Yep. Whole offensive line just dead. All right. I, I say they go 10 and 6. I'm going to come down to earth a little bit. 10 and 6. Why, wait, 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 coming down to earth a bit is 10 and 6? Yes. It's an extra five wins. All right, if you're coming down a bit, I'm coming down a little more. I say 9 and 7. Is that good enough for a playoff spot? Yeah. Uh, no, I have them finishing. You're a piece of shit. Seventh. Off a tiebreaker, they lose out in the wildcard spot to Chicago. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. You're crushing. Hearts. Wait, did my Patriots even make the playoffs? I'm currently doing that right now. I'm <laughs> highlighting the division winners. There's some tiebreakers here. Oh, no. I think John had the Seahawks win the okay. division. Give the Patriots whatever tiebreaker they need to make the playoffs. Dude, you have Miami outright winning the division <laughs> by four games. Yep. They both can't go 14-2. and two. It's mad. They can't do it. What do you mean they, they both can't It can't go. happen. What are you talking about? Can't happen. I didn't say the Patriots were 14-2. No, but you said the Dolphins are going to go 14-2. Yeah. So how the hell are the Patriots going to win that division? I didn't say the Patriots would win it. I said the he, Patriots were in third. He says he wants a, a wild card spot. Oh, you want him a tiebreaker for a wild card yeah. spot. So you want me to go through all this. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. All right, Tom. What do you go go in depth on the Giants and tell me why you think the Giants are gonna make the playoffs? Well, I've been saying six. for months, yeah, twelve and four, and uh, I I see improvement on the offense. I see improvement on the defense. I see improvement on our O line. All things that we very greatly needed. And Saquon Barkley looking like a fucking beast. Exactly. We also have a very easy schedule. Tom, this who year. do you have winning the AFC North? Steelers or Browns? Uh, uh, uh Browns. What? Okay. Anyways, we only lose to four teams this year. It's going to be the Bears, oh boy. the Patriots, no. the Eagles in Philly, and Dallas in Dallas. And if Zeke doesn't play, I have us winning in Dallas in 13-3. and three. Yeah. yeah. I have I the Giants jumping off to a really hot start at the beginning of the season, but it just all comes crashing down in New York Giants fashion. I have them starting the season 4-1. What the oh, fuck? Oh, man. And you haven't finished I yet? actually have them at week 10 at 8-2. and two. And they finish nine and seven. You're an asshole. Well, eight and two, and then this happens in Chicago, Green Bay, in Philly, home against Miami, our last win. In Washington, Philly, I was losing in Washington. You have us losing to Green Bay. Green yeah, Bay's not that good. We don't know that yet. Yeah, we so don't know. Haskins, it's always Green Bay's game. on or off every year. Yeah, shut your mouth. It's been off for two is, years. Uh, is Haskins? Playing for the Redskins. It, it's not going to matter. The Giants are going to do that thing they do every year in Washington for some reason. And lose. They walk in and act like they're going to win. And unless Mark Sanchez is starting like last year, they ain't winning it. Because Josh Johnson ain't there to come in and throw more picks. Just saying. So, that's where we stand at the moment with the fucking New York Giants. Next, Washington. Nope, not even close. Washington. <laughs> 
Seven and nine last year. I have them going five and eleven because they don't have a starting quarterback at the moment. It's between four different players. Yeah. So no, three different players. I'm surprised Haskins isn't the guy. Well, apparently Case Keenum's having a strong camp. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You. Yeah. <laughs> who, wait, who? I think was it Denver who put their faith in him last mm-hmm. year? Yeah. John There's has them n- going three and thirteen. Uh, <laughs> Zach, what do you have? Uh, Washington going? I'm gonna go four and twelve. You have no faith in them either. No. Trish, what do you have Washington going? Two and fourteen. Wow. Okay. If they got Keith Keenum, coming from in the there. person who had the Dolphins going fourteen 15. and two. Yeah. Hey. Well, at first fifteen and one. Yeah. Then we read in the schedule. Will you give me a hundred dollars if the Dolphins go fourteen and two? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This will be done by week three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're gonna lose three? No. This will be done by week four. They're gonna beat the New England. Okay. Tom, what do you have the Redskins going? Six and ten. Six and ten. Uh, next was the Eagles. Who two outs, Trish. Gained a wild card spot last year and beat Chicago in the first round. Uh, I have them going 12 and four and winning the division Boom. on a bounce back season by Carson Wentz. John has the Philadelphia Eagles this year going nine and seven. Uh, Zach, what do you have the Eagles going this year? I have zero faith faith in Carson Wentz. I think he's going to get injured again, or he's just not going to play well. Uh, so I'm going to say six and ten. Six and ten. Trish, what do you have uh, the Eagles going? Eleven and five. Eleven and five. Tom, Eagles? Nine and seven because Carson Wentz isn't going to play the last three games. Nine and seven. And the last team was the team that won the division last year. The Dallas Cowboys still have to pay Zeke, Amari Cooper, and Dak Prescott. They gave Jalen Smith money. But nobody else. Nobody (laughs) else at the moment. I have Dallas this year going eight and eight because I don't think we'll see Zeke until at least week four. Astute. Opposite. Eh. John has him going ten and six. <laughs> that was bad. Zach, did you just have yeah, a stroke? Yeah, I had a say? stroke. I don't know. I forgot. I went blank like halfway through okay, the sentence. Okay, I'm gonna do four and twelve. Nice. I didn't even ask you, yeah, Zach. What do you 12. have the Cowboys going? Cowboys nine and seven. Wait, four and twelve. <laughs> you have this entire division drop. except for the Giants being over five hundred. No, no, no. The Giants and the Eagles. Oh, what did which you one? have Washington going? Uh, four and twelve. What did you have Washington going? Like two and fourteen. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because I had twelve and four written. So who do you no. have? The e- what do you have the Eagles going? What? Would you say you had the Eagles going? Eleven and five. The Eagles eleven oh, and five. Okay. And then the fucking Cowboys are gonna go four and twelve. Oh. Because they suck. You have the giant. You you have the Giants winning. I know the division. what I have. Wait a minute, and not another team has a winning record. Oh no 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 no. That's you have cool. it. The Giants win the division, and not another team has a winning record. Yeah. Because you have the Cowboys at four and twelve. No, I have no. I have the Cowboys at nine, nine okay. and seven. I'm fucking up both of you because you're right next to each other on the list. <laughs> you were an asshole. All right, so you have, you stole the Giants with the division. Yeah. Uh, okay. But all I right. don't have. They're not all under five hundred. No, though. just most of them, and the Cowboys are barely over five hundred. Yeah, because the Cowboys pay Z or don't pay Z, but do they pay have, uh, what Dak do Prescott. You have the, that's not going to prove anything. What do you have the Cowboys going? Uh, eight and eight. Okay, eight and eight. So let me count these up, and we'll get some division winners. So we've gotten the division winners. Are we ready for this? Yep. yep. We're going to break it down. I'll go first. I have mine written. I have Saints, Packers, Eagles, Seahawks. And then I have Steelers, Colts, Patriots, Chargers. My wildcard teams are the Texans and the Ravens. Okay. 
And my first round bye belongs to the Colts and the Steelers. Now I'm having trouble with this microphone for some reason. First round bye in the NFC is Seattle and New Orleans. My Walker teams are the Rams and the Bears. Now, I had to add this up manually because y'all are assholes. And you like the nobody, fuck with Nobody shit. told you to add it up. I'm going to do Zach's exactly. first. Zach's first round buys in the AFC, the Patriots and Ravens. His first round buys in the NFC are Saints and Rams. His first round matchups in the AFC are Chargers, Chiefs, and Steelers versus, where's the other one? Colts. Okay. In the NFC, he has Giants versus Packers and Seahawks against the Bears. So that's, that's, that's your playoff at the moment. Duh, Bears. Trish has this in the AFC. First round buys belong to the Miami Dolphins and the Indianapolis Colts. First round matchup in the AFC is Steelers as a wild card team against. No, Steelers are the division winner. Steelers against the Bills and then Chargers Chiefs. No, Chargers, Bills, Steelers. Chiefs. And in the NFC, his first round buys belong to the Saints and the Packers at 13 and 3. Then we have Seahawks, Rams, and Giants, Eagles in the first round. John, first round buys belong to the Patriots at 11, 4, and 1, and the Colts at 11 and 5. First round matchups in the AFC. Steelers against the. Everybody. Steelers against the Jets. And then Texans against the Chiefs. Tom. Oh no, and then in the NFC, his first-round buys are the Saints and the Seahawks. And his first-round matchups are Bears-Rams. And then he has Cowboys versus the Panthers. Only person who has the Panthers making the fucking playoffs. And then Tom. First-round buys in the AFC are the Colts and Browns. You asshole. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> and then Patriots... Versus the uh, Steelers, both at twelve and four. Am I the only one that has the Patriots missing? And then Chiefs Texans. Okay. You're the only one who has the Patriots missing, yes. And then the <laughs> NFC, your first round buys, buys belong to the Saints and Giants. Yeah, Giants. And then the NFC matchups are Bears versus the Pack versus the Vikings, because you're an asshole, and then Seahawks Rams. Seahawks Rams, very popular. Everybody has those two teams making the playoffs. Yep. Quick note before we end this episode, Evgeny Kuznetsov suspended four years by the IAHF for testing positive for cocaine. The NHL said, meh, not going to suspend him because it's not a, against the NHL's drug policy to suspend him for cocaine. So we're going to end this episode like we do with some hot takes, and our predictions should have been hot takes enough, especially Trish would have the Dolphins at 14-2 and and having a first-round bye. <laughs> Who starts that playoff game? What well, fits magic. Okay. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> That's what I thought. So who has a hot take? I do. Okay. Jacob DeGrom had a very slow first start to this year, but I think he wins back-to-back Cy Youngs. Really? Yes. Okay. Trish, you got one? No. Come back to me. Okay. I'm going to say Dwight Howard has a career resurgence in Los Angeles. It's possible. And he will be, like, the, a top 10 center this year in the NBA. Really? Yeah. Okay. Tom, you got one? Uh, Michael Crabtree will have a 1,000-yard season. Newest member of the Arizona Cardinals. Michael Crabtree finally got that deal finalized last week. Trish, you got one yet? And eight touchdowns. Yeah, sure. Um, Carson Wentz is going to be healthy all season, and he's going to surprise a lot of people. Okay. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're basically everywhere, especially SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify. 
follow us on our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. We're everywhere. Share us. You can find us everywhere. Tell Share everybody. us. Find us on the message boards of Overtime Heroics. Tell your grandmother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tell your mom. grandmother. Tell your grandmother. We haven't said that. The only way Tony Roman gets to the Super Bowl is to the booth at CBS, and the New York Giants are five and twenty-five since the boat. Are eight and twenty-five since the boat trip. See you next episode. Uh, if you like the interview, the interview, drop a like, comment. Hoping to get give Donnie a follow. Spread it around. Spread give Donnie a follow. Yeah. Give Donnie a follow. Donnie Boy on Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Zach, we won't see you next Tuesday. Have nope. fun at Rome. Thank you. <laughs>